0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: The independent review into the National Disability Insurance Scheme heard from more than 10,000 people with lived experience of disability or an interest in the support sector. Carried out by one of the scheme's original architects, Professor Bruce Bonahady and a former senior public servant, Lisa Paul... It was tasked with delivering reform to ensure viability into the future and tackle problems such as fraud, inequity and slow service delivery. Minister for the NDIS Bill Shorten told the National Press Club it was time for a reboot.
0: The National Disability Insurance Scheme is here to stay. It is not going away. But we need to get it back on track.
1: The scheme, designed to deliver support services to people with disabilities through individualised funding, is threatening to cost the government nearly $100 billion within a decade. For Brianna Blackett, whose teenage sons Max and Fred both have autism, it's impossible to put a dollar value on meaningful support.
2: And it can be quite upsetting to hear people talking about The disability community in a way that just has a price tag attached to it rather than looking at the value that, you know, kids like mine bring to my life and those around them and then to the broader community.
1: Her family at times found the scheme inconsistent, slow and difficult to navigate. But she says that the support her sons received has been life-changing.
2: Without the NDIS, we were effectively living under lockdown. So if you remember what that was like, that was what it was like for us. We had trouble accessing the community. Um, Even um, leaving the house to go shopping was like a military operation. Um, And we really needed support to do basic things.
1: One of the biggest recommendations from the review is to expand disability support beyond the NDIS. The review says the government has become too reliant on the scheme and recommends the creation of foundational supports for all Australians with disability, regardless of whether they are on the NDIS. Some of those additional supports would be provided through schools and childcare centres, and half their costs would be funded by the states. It's a proposal welcomed, like much of the review, by a number of disability advocacy organisations at a joint media conference in Canberra. People with Disability Australia President Nicole Lee.
0: In the past, people were getting onto the scheme by diagnosis. Diagnosis alone. In some cases, parental diagnosis. What we want to do is actually meet the person who's to go on the scheme, on their family, and see what the impact of their diagnosis is having on their daily life. There's no point in giving a child the wrong services. There's no point in saying to a child, or uh, family of a child, oh yeah, we'll just give them 40 hours a week when that's not beneficial. So what we want to do is make sure that every Australian child who has a developmental delay gets on the radar.
1: About 9% of Australian children aged 5 to 7 are currently on the scheme and nearly double that experience learning difficulties or developmental delays. The review recommends the removal of automatic access to the scheme based on a diagnosis such as autism in favour of access based on impairments to a participant's daily life. CEO of Autism Awareness Australia Nicole Rogerson has reservations about the proposed changes.
0: But what we do know is the government have determined that there are too many children in the scheme and that for some of those children, they would be better supported outside the NDIS. And hence, they're going to shift that cost over to the states. But at the moment, we just don't know whether the states are ready to pick up that ball
1: and run with it. Other recommendations include better measures to help users navigate the scheme, greater oversight of service providers and a new approach to psychosocial disabilities. The review also seeks to address the issue of workforce shortages by ensuring ongoing professional training and allowing workers to transfer leave and superannuation entitlements between jobs. Angus McFarland from the New South Wales and ACT Australian Services Union says the changes will help retain and educate support workers. The NDIS review is um, a bit of an early Christmas present, I think, for workers in the NDIS because they've been calling for a long time um, for more support uh, for them so that people with disability can then get the best possible um, disability support. Dwayne Cranfield, CEO of the National Ethnic Disability Alliance, says any reform to the NDIS needs to ensure it is widely accessible.
0: Culturally and linguistically diverse people make up 20%, 20 to 21% of the cohort of the NDIA and currently we have a buy-in of that community of about 9%. It's important that these messages and these changes are accessible to all Australians but accessible to those people who have issues with culture, language and communication.
1: Edwina Guinan, SBS News.